0: Hey, welcome to BIV today. I'm Tyler Orton. So earlier this week, the Metro Vancouver Regional District, it unveiled the new face of its economic development organization. Invest Vancouver is seeking to draw global investors to the region, fine-tune local economic policies, and ensure competitiveness in this era of an innovation-first economy. They've also launched a new partnership with a global giant that aims to take a leap forward with regards to tech sector training. So joining us today it is Jackie Griffiths. She is Executive Vice President of Invest Vancouver. Jackie, thank you so much for joining us on the show.
1: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: So, of course, this week you just announced a new partnership with Amazon Web Services. It's aimed at boosting, you know, the regional tech force. Uh, What does this partnership entail exactly?
1: Um, Well, it's definitely the first of its kind within the region, probably the first of its kind within Canada. And what we want to do is really make sure that our workforce in the region is ready to meet the demands of this fast transitioning economy. And we're looking at how it is that we can establish a program that really sets our workforce up for success, where we can provide students with engagement opportunities with industry and then connect graduates with employers when they're looking for these important cloud-based skills across the region.
0: So we're thinking that maybe AWS, uh, Amazon Web Services, they'll be popping into classes at some post-secondary institutions, maybe uh, helping guide uh, classes, or is it mostly about like connecting folks after they've graduated with uh, potential jobs that uh, AWS might have?
1: It really is about making sure um, as we work also with our post-secondary institutions, groups such as BCIT, um, that the skills that are being developed in our institutions, our world-class institutions, that those skills are the ones that are then um, matched with the demands of these employers like Amazon, but also all cloud-based employers that exist in the region. And I think ultimately making sure that the skills that are being built out across uh, our workforce match new investment that will be coming into the region as well, because what we know is that capital follows talent. And so we really want to make sure that we are positioned best globally to compete for that capital uh, in this fast transitioning economy.
0: So we kicked off the school year just a few weeks ago. Is this going to be deployed maybe next year or maybe next semester? How is this going to work?
1: I think it'll be incremental and really we will um, we will act as a convener, bringing together the important partners such as AWS and our post-secondaries. And uh, hopefully as well, we can look for opportunities where this also might um, filter down into the K-12 to system and I think it's going to be one of those pieces that's incremental and builds on the success one program after another. So I think um, you'll see some initial um, implementation that'll come through in terms of uh, the curriculum, in terms of the technologies and the support that AWS will, um, will promote with this. And then um, in terms of the time that it'll take and um, the pace at which it'll move, I think that'll be determined in part by the partners and by AWS.
0: You caught my ear when you mentioned, you know, the possibility of this going down to K through 12, to a certain degree, you know, it's going to be some distinctions there, but why is it important that we are making people aware at perhaps like a younger age uh, about kind of the possibilities that exist within the tech sector?
1: Well, I think what we know is that the sooner that we can Um, reach out to our population, even at the grade 10, 11, and 12 level. The sooner we can reach out and start to promote where the opportunities are, the more likely it is um, that our workforce of tomorrow will make the choices they need in terms of skill development so that they're best positioned for the workforce. What we're looking to do is to really open up the opportunities and communicate out those opportunities so that, that students at all level can start to think about how they want to focus their academic careers so that when they're done with their training, with their education, that they are best positioned to be competitive in the workforce.
0: Well, I'm very curious about AWS as well, because I I remember, you know, just over a year ago, uh, Shopify, which had big plans on launching a large uh, office presence in downtown Vancouver, they they walked that back and said, you know, we're going to be a remote first company. And so I reach out to Amazon and they're like, no, you know, we're totally invested in vancouver uh, the growth here the development we want this physical office space you know why is it that aws is so interested in its investments here in you know not just uh the the physical presence but the talent that exists here and the talent that could come down the pike uh in the coming years
1: i think in part uh, i like to think that one of the reasons that they're interested is because of everything that our region has to offer I mean um, you I'm sure reside in the region as I do Um, I was born here and um, I think that's part of our mission and part of what we want to do is make sure the world knows what Amazon has figured out which is that there's a great value proposition in the region in terms of our talent uh, in terms of the environment that we have in terms of the ways Um, in which we really are building out as it relates to tech. So I I don't obviously want to speak for AWS, um, but I like to think that what they're recognizing is the the region and its unique value proposition. Also, what we're starting to see in areas like tech is just really remarkable clustering um, as we build out on the green economy, on life sciences in other areas. And I think that very much aligns with the good work that AWS and Amazon is doing as well.
0: Well, that's interesting because I uh, you bring up you know other parts of the economy. Maybe we can kind of uh, segue over to the name Invest Vancouver. It's going to be new for most people, but it's an organization that that's been in the works for a little while now. Uh, tell me a little bit about Invest Vancouver. Maybe maybe uh, explain the genesis of how this organization came to be.
1: Sure, and I should just say it's been. A really exciting uh, opportunity to get to sort of build out this brand and consider what we're going to launch in terms of our brand and our name and we are a regional service and we're here to support the entire region which includes 21 municipalities our treaty first nation as well as uh, the endowment lands um, but or the electoral area a i should say but what we realized is as one of our top priorities which is to increase increase our global connectedness, we, uh, through our research and um, through the work we did in meeting with uh, a number of leaders in the first part of the year is, we knew that we had to anchor our brand and our name to the, the, the Vancouver part of the naming we are here for the region as a whole we're here to promote investment in the metro vancouver region but globally it is the vancouver name that attracts the interest and so that's how we really came with a short and sweet invest vancouver naming Uh, and i think there's been tremendous support for it in the region because there is that recognition that vancouver means so much more uh, across the region and we really do want to make sure that we're promoting each and every aspect of the region
0: it's interesting. Do you think that sometimes Vancouverites uh, underestimate how much that brand of just the name Vancouver carries globally?
1: I think that's one of the things we definitely did learn um, when we were doing our research and we were connecting uh, provincially, nationally, globally to see what would resonate. Um, I think for us it was really um, enlightening to just see just how much that name does resonate. There's been so much great work done in the region and so much great work done by the province. Um, And what we want to do is take the work that's been done up until now and then build on it to really promote why it is that in terms of investment in those important industries, that this is the place to be globally.
0: Well, when we think about kind of the traditional economy here in British Columbia, we're thinking, you know, lumber, we're thinking natural resources, Uh, there is kind of this rise of this new economy. What are the most important elements and how do you think we'll go about, you know, drawing that interest uh, globally into investing here?
1: I think that, um, you know, I just want to, to, to recognize and honor the importance of our traditional industries as well. I mean, even myself growing up in the region, growing up in the province, I mean, um, industries like logging and mining were integral in my family as I'm sure they were in many others. And in no way are we suggesting that they're not important. But the seven key industries that we're focusing on in the new economy include agri-tech, apparel, digital media, the green economy, high-tech, life sciences, trade and transport. And we really do believe at this point in time that those are the industries that, will, that we can best support in terms of establishing us as a globally competitive uh, economy in this new fast transitioning environment
0: is one of the uh, factors that you guys will kind of be playing up is the the labor issue because everyone's experiencing labor issues right now but you also think about the progressive immigration policies that canada has versus say our, our neighbors to the south uh, I, I speak to experts i don't think that joe biden necessarily is is going to be changing too much of the immigration policies that we saw down in the united states it's very much kind of an america first sort of uh track of mind that they have down there. So uh, how are you guys kind of uh, making that that uh, talent play right now, uh, kind of advertising this region for what it can do in terms of talent availability, if you want to expand those uh, those big, important industries that you just spoke of?
1: i think clustering and support for the clusters is is really going to be key um and i mean even throughout the pandemic and the challenges you you saw you know for example digital media and entertainment really was on the rise here within the region and i think in terms of what we'll do i mean the united states of course is uh, one of our largest trading partners and they're an important trading partner But I think as we build out these partnerships with groups like AWS, who really are multinational and global, what that does is that promotes what it is that we have to offer in a way also that really establishes as well that multinational partnership.
0: Do you think moving forward, uh, tourism, it's just having, uh, uh, it's going through the ringer right now over the last 18 months, you know, and there's so much uncertainty ahead. How do we kind of plan for the future of an industry that I I don't think has been more battered than anything else during the course of this pandemic?
1: Well, I think the good news is that as we start to focus in on the uh, the industries that I had uh, mentioned, I think what that does is that builds that strong and robust economy that then supports the industries and increases that demand for tourism. So I'm very confident that the tourism industry uh, will be one that remains strong. When you look at everything that our province and our region has to offer, and if we can build out this strong information age economy that will then support it um, and will increase the demand uh, for that sector, then I'm very confident that it will get back to, the, to where it was pre-pandemic.
0: One of the things that we've also had to adjust to, uh, you know, pre-pandemic versus how we live nowadays is just uh, travel remote work. You guys want to draw global investors over here, make this economy all that more viable to them. Um, How do we go about like with that outreach that needs to be done to draw all this international interest here at this point?
1: That's a great question. And it's interesting, even myself now having started to uh, meet with investors in person, we've also obviously been doing a lot of uh, virtual meeting. Uh, One of the things that I'm learning is that Typically, pre-pandemic, a lot of these meetings and um, connections had to occur in person, but of course the pandemic necessitated um, the establishment of more virtual connection, and so what we're really keeping our eye on is how much can continue to be done in the virtual space because it facilitates a lot uh, more expedient. Um, flow of information. Um, But I think we're also going to see the reality is as we're looking at some of these major decisions that building out those personal relationships and in-person relationships is also going to be uh, very, very important. So in terms of the work that we do and the work that we're supporting our industries on, uh, we, we are looking at how it is that we can either build out or be a part of those important in-person events, um, but then also looking at ways in which we can build on new platforms uh, to facilitate uh, also our uh, our virtual connections.
0: Well, excellent. Yeah, Jackie, I, I think there's going to be a lot more for you to share in, in the coming months and years ahead. I'd love to talk to you more, pick your brain some more. But uh, in the meantime, I just want to thank you so much for joining us on the show today.
1: Thank you, and, and thank you very much to Business in Vancouver. Uh, it's a tremendous uh, group to work with and we really do appreciate your time and support as we launch Invest Vancouver.
0: Oh absolutely this is in our uh, wheelhouse right here so it's uh, great they could make time for us and uh, for everyone listening that, that is Jackie Griffith she is Executive Vice President of Invest Vancouver. That is it for the show today. We'll be back soon though in the meantime you can go to BIV.com more interviews there, more stories there. You know the deal folks but in the meantime I just want to thank everyone for listening. I'm Tyler Orton